Today's show is sponsored by the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Come take in everything the Big Easy has to offer while participating in one of the top bourbon events in the world in New Orleans, Louisiana, March 20th to 23rd, 2019. Get your tickets now at neworleansbourbonfestival.com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bonder and Bourbon. I'm Armand. I'm here with the lovely Samara. How are you, babe? I'm good. How are you, honey? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited because we are uh, expanding again in terms of the uh, the types of whiskey that we're going to be reviewing, and we've got a really, really good one for everybody today, right? Oh, yeah. This is, um, we're doing the McAllen edition number one, right? Yep. McAllen edition number one. So yeah, one of the, uh, you know, tr- a traditional scotch in that vein. I know we did the fire and cane um, late last year. Um, but yeah, we really want to start to do, we're going to do some some more Japanese, some more uh, Asian uh, whiskeys, some more scotches, going to do some Irish yep. this year. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, maybe some Canadian. Maybe it depends on the you know the ball. The ball has got to be the right kind. The, let me just say the, the ball is in Diageo's court on that one. You know, they, <laughs> it, it, if they're willing to send us what, so, some top top notch top level crown, then we will absolutely review it and we will absolutely give our give our thoughts and, and our notes on it. But you know, we're not we're not going to be doing any 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 purple bag crown, any regular purple bag crown. Um, definitely not but yeah that's just something that we want to offer for you guys as we know everybody that listens um it's not solely a bourbon drinker uh and whiskey is very broad and so um yeah, we're going to be doing, you know, we're going to be doing some more of that. So that kind of starts today with, uh, and we wanted to start with, uh, is good to start with edition number one. So, um, we may get to the other editions throughout the year. We're not going to do them all back to back to back, but, uh, we'll do some other scotches. Yeah. Let's bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. So in the meantime, what else has been going on babe? Um, you know, we've been heads down, with uh, really ramping up Black Bourbon Society and our offerings and really securing all of our sponsorships for 2019. Um, we, you know, we released the new membership tiered program. So now, like, you know, if you join, if you're in our private Facebook group, please join us. It's a free membership to be a part of that group. And we've got over 4,000 members. Um, but now we want to offer our members more benefits and perks. So we've got a tiered membership program on top of that, that even includes like the lapel pen and your challenge card um, and even some, you know, discounted admission into events. Um, but then on top of that, what else have we done? We've, we've um, did our partnership with Stave and Thief. 
So now yep. we travel to cities yep. and we're actually producing events in Chicago, in DC, in Philadelphia, in Atlanta, in LA, and all in every city in between. We will also offer the basic bourbon steward certification. We'll do classes as well, and people can get certified with Stave and Thief Society. So that's new. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've done every something every day this week. What else? We updated the merchandise on our website, and I'm right. still missing something. Well, in, in, in that statement, the vein, what's the latest on our, you know, with the trip? Oh, with the trip. Uh, yeah. So we only have five spots left on that trip. And um, we are making, I just got off the phone with um, a vendor today who is doing some custom bourbon and oak whiskey candles um, as a part of the swag bags for the guests. Um, so every single detail for this trip is it's thought about, it's custom made. We've got, I already have um, a baker who's doing the bourbon, bourbon and bacon donuts for us before we get on the bus and head over to Woodford Reserve um, for, you know, for our distillery tour. So every single detail is being solidified and thought about with this trip. Um, and so I would say there's only, there's only five seats left to participate in this exclusive excursion um, with Black Bourbon Society in April. Uh, I would highly, highly suggest if you're even thinking about it, go ahead and secure your spot. You do not want to miss this weekend and we'll vote with us. Yeah, definitely don't want to miss that. Yeah. Only five seats left. Probably will be gone within the next week, week and a half. So if you're yeah, thinking about sure. it, if you really want to go, you need to go ahead and reserve your space. Also, speaking of what is likely going to be going soon is you still get... Uh, you still have we still have a couple of bottles available of the barrel oh, yeah. uh, the, the second uh, the barrel. second barrel that we ordered after such a high demand and such a great response from you guys on our first uh, Maker's Mark private select barrel we they did let us get a second barrel that barrel will be coming into February uh, around that time frame and we do have a just, just a few we've had significant orders on that as well but we've got just yeah. a few bottles of that left uh, so if you guys had really got one bottle and drank it really enjoyed it at the first barrel uh, this is your last chance to get another to get another yeah. bottle and those of you who got several bottles uh, but also really enjoyed it this is the last chance this is your last chance as well so Go ahead, uh, go ahead yeah. and get, get on the site, uh, blackbibbonsociety.com slash support, and, uh, and get your get your bottles, get your, your last few bottles before it comes, because as you saw the last time, once it gets here, it's gone. They're gone. Yeah, we're not, yep. we're in, we're, we'll be doing something completely different uh, with the barrel release. It'll be a new brand. It'll be a new pick um, later on in the year, but this is the only one. This is the last chance on the Maker's Mark barrel pick. Um, yeah. And we've had some calls. <laughs> uh, we've talked to our friend April who pulled it out at her Christmas dinner and both of her bottles disappeared by the end of the night. <laughs> so, she, <laughs> so she's definitely got to go right. ahead and reorder some more on the second release. And, you know, we've been telling people like, this is not the whiskey that this is not the bourbon that you want to keep out for guests. Like, This is the one that like you hide in your room when people come over, you know, give them the stuff in the purple bag when they come over, but keep yeah, this one. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're about to take a quick break. When we get back, 
on the other side, we are going to dive into our tasting of McAllen edition number one. So we're excited about that. Uh, and so stay tuned and we'll be right back. This is Bond and Bourbon. executive bourbon steward can you tell the audience why this training is so invaluable absolutely the reason why this class is approved by the kda is that all the top bars restaurants and distilleries are sending their employees to executive bourbon steward certification at moonshine university there's simply no other course that offers training that is more comprehensive and has a deeper look at bourbon than executive bourbon steward certification we're talking raw ingredients production history brands, sensory training, and much more. You spend a day getting education for knowledge that you will use for a lifetime. Renee, people want to get involved. How can they do exactly that? Well, you can head over to staventhief.com to register for a class today. Steve, give everyone five good reasons to go to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Absolutely, Renee. I got this. Number one is bourbon celebrities. No event out there offers you more one-on-one time with your favorite people from the industry. Second one is education. The classes that they offer are no joke. You learn a lot from the educational seminars at the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. The third thing is bourbon itself. Let's not forget why we're there. You get unlimited pours from like 150 different offerings, I think Tracy said last year. We're talking different bourbons from, I don't know, 40 different, 50 different distilleries. It's amazing. So that's really cool. And there's even food from the city of New Orleans. So if you like New Orleans, you'll get an opportunity to go out and see the city itself. But when you come to the grand tastings and things like that, those restaurants actually come to you. So you get an opportunity to do that. The fifth and final reason, of course, is the ABV network itself. We're the official podcast of the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. While you're there, you can meet the team, buy merchandise, attend a screening of our new movie, stop by while we're podcasting. Basically, we are all about the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Renee, I think people want to get involved. How can they do exactly that? head over to neworleansbourbonfestival.com to get your tickets today. We'll see you there. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samar here. We're about to dive into our tasting of McAllen edition number one. But before that, babe, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? So um, everyone knows about the McAllen. McAllen is, um, has been producing whiskey um, since 1824. Uh, they're one of the major, you know, Scotch producers over in Scotland. And they, you know, it's one of our favorite. Brands yeah. like every I've never had a bad McAllen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So the edition number one is actually, um, it's been a limited release. Um. Um. For every year, and um, you know, we got we got this bottle as a gift from our dear friend Elliot. Um. So thank you, Elliot, for sending us this bottle and asking us to review it for the show. Um. So that's what we're getting into. So there are four um editions. Um, to the McAllen editions. And so this is number one. Um, it is, of course, the first in the series. And um, it is really showcasing 
the the different the variants of wood that they use to make um to, that they use to make and so you've got everything from wood sourcing the, the um to the finished season cask um so they're using several different cask techniques in this one um including um a heavy sherry base so let's dive right on in and see what this is all about you want to start off um, so, yeah, so on the appearance for me, uh, the thing that really stood out to me was how dark it was. I mean, really like a copper, mm-hmm. like a copper color, um, really dark. And especially in contrast to some of the other McAllen's that we had that um, really enjoyed like the 15, which was really light uh, colored. And even the um, the fine, what was it, the fine oak the 12 you find oak yep. which is also a little on the lighter side this is very dark and very deep and, it's, and as you mentioned you talked about the wood uh and them emphasizing the woods with, with uh with this addition i think that really comes through in the appearance the bottle i think is a t- i mean it's a classic uh kind of mccallan looking bottle very stately mm-hmm. i would say uh the label also very stately um Color is a, a, a deep, almost a copper color mm-hmm. on the label. Again, also emphasizing kind of the wood, the darkness of the wood. So I thought it was very appealing. Um, what about you? I mean, for appearance, this is an amazing, luxurious bottle. Like you said, um, the juice, the the scotch in this bottle looks as dark as a, as a bourbon. Yeah. It's super dark. Um, it looks super rich. Um, and it is just this beautiful dark amber color. I also love, you know, it's in the traditional shape of a Macallan bottle. It's got the traditional like logo and all that stuff on it, but it's, um, it's this rich brown, like almost like a chocolate sheen on the label, um, which really does accentuate how dark the juice is, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a really good parent to just talk about how dark and how amazing, um, and how luxurious this bottle is. And then right on the top, it says this limited edition is matured in eight unique European and American oak cast styles selected by our master whiskey maker, Bob um, Dalgarno. So um, right off the bat, you know that you've got something special in mm-hmm. your hand when you see this bottle. This bottle is pure luxury. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the nose, uh, I immediately picked up crisp, green apples though mm. i mean just heavy honey this bright bold green apple flavor um and almost like a like red delicious apples it was just heavy floral like the like the, the and fruity like the fruits just bursted right mm. out of the glass on this one um and I, <laughs> you you make fun of me because i have these a lot but i said that it made my nose hairs dance <laughs> which is true i i did have a nose hair problem um, <laughs> um but <laughs> You have to laugh at yourself sometimes. So, but it does. It makes them dance. Um, and it's, it's like the sweet vanilla cream. It's like, I just got like just full fresh mm-hmm. fruit and some vanilla on the back end of the nose. What about you? So I got, the initially I got like an explosion of the malted barley. Okay. Very different from a bourbon. Oh, where yeah. Where you would get a corn or a wheat. Uh, or rye, which have been definitely the barley really, really hit me um, initially on the nose. Then 
it settled down and I did pick up and I did pick up the honey notes. Mm-hmm. I did pick up the green apple, got some pear uh-huh. as well on it. So um so a very refreshing. Yeah. Crisp, refreshing yeah. on the nose, which really, really invited me to dive in and taste. And then when I did taste, the pear continued to come through for me uh, on the palate. Also, the barley, the, the explosion of barley that initially got me on the nose settled into kind of a nice, uh, subtle, uh, smoked barley mm-hmm. kind of flavor uh, on the palate. It had no bite to it, um, which is good. I enjoyed that. It's a 96 proof, so... Uh, I mean, it's decent. I mean, a lot of scotches are not going to, not necessarily high proof. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's a good proof, but it really had, it didn't have any bite to it. It got a uh, sweet wood notes, uh-huh. you know, sweet wood. It was like a pine, maybe even like a beech wood. Wow. Even on that. And so just really, uh, I thought was, you know, like I said, it emphasized the woods. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought that, um, they did a good job of that. What about you on the taste? Um, smooth caramel, smooth caramel mm-hmm. from start to finish. And it was like this underlying taste mm-hmm. of this caramel, but then on top, like then you got the dancing of the apples and that's where you said you picked up the pear on the nose, but I picked it up on the, on the palate. Okay. Um, and I just, you know, so this, this underlying, just this smooth tone of, of caramel, but with hints of apple and pear, is all dancing like right on top of your tongue. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I I love this. I absolutely did. Lots of vanilla in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the mouthfeel was, it was a good mouthfeel on it mm-hmm. too. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't viscous. You know, it looks like it's a very dark scotch. Mm-hmm. But um, it was still medium bodied. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's where that, that vanilla really came in and washed. It was mm-hmm. kind of like a, a creamy vanilla. It was a mm-hmm. really good mouthfeel. What do you think? Um, my palate experienced it very differently. Um, I didn't pick up uh, the vanilla and the caramel notes, mm-hmm. um, which I, you know, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I really seek those notes. I seek and search for those notes in, uh, in, in whatever whiskey that I'm drinking. Um, on the mouthfeel, I thought it was full bodied, which yep. was, which was good. And I thought it was pretty thick, yeah. uh, uh, which is it, like you said, it was indicative of the deepness, the richness of the, of, of the color. Right. Uh, and on the finish, I thought it was a medium to long finish. It was warm, um, but not heavy. No. Uh, and so that, I think that was a really, really good balance there. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the finish, like I said, we like a nice medium to long finish. Don't want it mm-hmm. to stay too long, but it's good if it can sit with you for a while, but not feel heavy in your chest. Exactly. And that's exactly what I put. I said, you know, it had a light burn, but, um, the finish did linger, um, just long enough. It wasn't a super long finish. It wasn't short. But it lingered, but it, and it came off as a nice, warm cinnamon. So it wasn't like heavy or overpowered, like you said, heavy on your chest. It was just a nice. It was mm-hmm. a, it was a really good finish for me. I thought it was a classic finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very good. So, all right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with our scores, get them tallied up, uh, and we'll be back and give you our ratings for the McAllen Edition Number One. This is Bonded in Bourbon. 
Steve, what's the inspiration for your new book, The Story of 10 Classic Bourbon Cocktails? Well, I love everything bourbon, and I tend to read anything I can about the subject. I noticed that many of the articles on classic bourbon cocktails talked about how little is known about the history of these famous drinks. I decided to jump in and start researching the topic. I found it to be a fun adventure, and I think the listeners will enjoy this light read. Best of all, my fellow St. Louisan, Jackie Zykan, wrote the forward for me. Steve, I know I want to get a copy of this book. Where is it available? Well, Renee, you can pick it up at your local bookstore, or you can simply head over to Amazon.com and order the story of 10 classic bourbon cocktails. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon, Armand and Samar. We just got finished doing our tasting of McAllen edition number one, and we're going to get into our ratings now. So we'll start off with the appearance. What do you think, babe? I just love the way this bottle looks. It's so rich and luxe and premium. It's just classic McAllen. Also, I'm so impressed with the color on this. And I, you know, again, it's been through, you know, eight different types of woods. They're all blended together. I'm really in that sherry cask. I think it's what's pulling out this, um, this deep, um, amber, almost like dark leather color. Um, or like a, like a cognac color almost. Um, so for that, I'm going to, I gave it a 10 actually on the appearance. What about you? So I gave it an eight on appearance. Um, I did like the copper, the dark copper color. I thought that was pretty unique uh, and really did love the label. The label really stood out very, like you said, very luxurious label Mm -hmm. uh, and very appealing. Certainly looks really good on your top shelf Mm -hmm. uh, if you can get a hold of it. Uh, And uh, so I gave it an eight for the appearance. On the nose, I also gave it an eight. Um, I did really enjoy kind of how the barley exploded uh, initially, but then it settled down and brought forward the honey and the green apple, the pear, it brought those notes forward. And so I um, I did also gave it an eight on the nose. What about you? On the nose, I gave it a nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, those flavors just jumped right out of the Glenclaren. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were bold and crisp, and it was just so, like, it was like a burst of color, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very impressed with the um, with the nose. I gave it a nine. Um, on the taste, mm-hmm. I gave it an eight. Okay. Because just like, you know, that boldness in the nose, it definitely translated through to the taste for me. Mm-hmm. And it was sweet. And, you know, it still had that, you know, traditional pea that's subtle in it. It's mm-hmm. not heavy. Or that scotch taste. Um, but it wasn't overpowering for me as it is in some of the other heavy scotches. And um, that just that consistency of the caramel with the with the flat with the uh, fruits kind of dancing on top in and out along the palate was perfect. So I gave it a nine. An eight, I'm an sorry. Eight. I got an eight. So you're going ten nine eight, huh? Okay. Yeah, ten nine eight. I did do that. All right. Well I uh, so I gave it a six on the taste. Um, I did not pick up the caramel and vanilla notes that you picked up. Mm -hmm. Um, if I had picked those up, I probably would have scored it higher because as our listeners probably know by now, I love those flavors. I kind of seek out those notes and those flavors. I did. I I enjoyed the pear. Uh, and I did, like I said, I got the, 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 the sweet and kind of wood notes, 
but I'm not a person that's really a heavy, you know, woodsy, you know, like a lot of earthiness and woodsy uh, notes in my whiskey. For those who do enjoy those notes, oftentimes cigar smokers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also those that love those earthy, woodsy notes, this would be right up your alley. And you'd really enjoy this. Um, For me personally, uh, though, I missed some of my uh, traditional caramel and vanilla notes that I really enjoy. So I gave it a six on the taste. Uh, In terms of the mouthfeel, I thought it was very good. I gave it, it was full bodied and pretty thick. I gave it an eight Mm -hmm. uh, on the mouthfeel. And what about you? So I think this is funny because you've already kind of said I was on a countdown. I actually gave it a seven (laughs) (laughs) on the mouthfeel as well because I wanted it to be a little bit more viscous. I'm typical with, you know, looking that dark and Mm -hmm. and having so much um, attention focused on the woods and those heavy sorghum notes and the honey notes that I picked up. I wanted it to be a little bit thicker and viscous. like, And I guess that's just the bourbon girl in me that really wanted that. Um, and I didn't get it. It was a little medium and a, and a little more on the lighter side for me. Um, so I gave it a seven. Um, and also on the finish, I gave it a seven too. Okay. Yeah. You know, I couldn't tell like it was, it didn't burn. It didn't have that Kentucky hug. Of course it's, it's not my favorite. It's not bourbon, mm. but, um, it's, but it was a good finish. Um, but you know, I don't know if I wanted that cinnamon to hang around that long. Um, so I gave it a seven. What about you? I gave it an eight on the finish. Um, I didn't pick up as much. I didn't get much cinnamon uh, on the finish. I thought it was a nice and a medium to long finish. and was nice and warm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to call it a Kentucky hug. It's not from Kentucky, but right. I certainly That's was warm. Uh, it was nice and warm, um, but it wasn't heavy. And I think that's a difficult balance to achieve, Yeah, you know, to get something that's going to sit for a decent length of time and stay warm, but not start to feel a little weighty on your chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they accomplished that um, in, a, in a fantastic way. And so I gave it an eight uh, on the finish. So when I added everything up uh, and added my scores up, I came up with a 38. And what about you? 41. 41. Mm-hmm. So when we combine those, um, what do we have? That's 79. 79. 79. So a good solid score there uh, for the McAllen edition number one. Uh, and certainly, like I said, for those who are collectors, particularly those who are looking to collect yeah. the, the, uh, the various editions, this is being the first one, meaning that's the oldest and probably the most difficult to find right now. Yeah. Um, but if you like and you enjoy a good cigar with your whiskey, uh, or if you enjoy the wooden the wooden notes, uh, then certainly this is a this is a, a scotch that you really will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. thank you again, Elliot, uh, for sending us this bottle. We, I am truly enjoying this uh, this scotch for. Um, so I'll drink your portion if, if you don't like to say because <laughs> I enjoy it. I love a good, you know, I'm, I'm starting to fall in love with scotch and McAllen is definitely at the top of my list of favorite scotches. So I'm going to end up sipping this one. 
Thank so you. that's good. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get into our housekeeping. What do we got coming up? Well, you know, we are, you know, prepping for our big trip in April to Kentucky. We've got our exclusive excursion happening the weekend before Derby. So we only have five slots left. So come join us. We're going to spend a weekend with Jim Beam at the Urban Still House. We'll visit um, our dear friends at Woodford Reserve and also Buffalo Trace. And on that Sunday, we're going to do a fabulous uh, gala brunch dedicated to the Black Jockeys as we prep for um, for Derby season. Oh, and we are on that Saturday night. We're going to opening night at Churchill Downs. So this trip is going to be an amazing experience. If you love whiskey, you want to get a chance to have some really exclusive behind-the-scenes opportunities with the um, with the brands. That's going to be an amazing experience that you don't want to miss. But also, you'll get that horse racing feel, and you'll pick up the energy that is associated with the Derby without having to pay that Derby price. So definitely join us, and you can find more information on our website, BlackBourbonSociety.com. Sounds good. Get to dress up and play the ponies. Yep. yep. Bow ties and fascinators and mint juleps, the whole nine. Yep. 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 Well, how else can everybody get in touch with us? Well, you know, we've got our website, bondedandbourbon.com, where you can get a chance to follow up on all the other, um, all of our previous episodes from season one and now season two. Um, and then we can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Bonded and Bourbon Podcast. And yeah, thank you for your support. Please leave us a five-star review. Leave us comments. Give us suggestions on what you'd like to um, hear us review during this next season. Um, and yeah, stay, stay tuned and we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you joining us for another episode of Bonded and Bourbon. We'll be back next week. Uh, and be tasted another fantastic whiskey. So uh, we look forward to seeing you then. This has been Bonded in Bourbon. Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Distill Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.